Let's do let's do a podcast. Hey, let's do it. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest yeah. place yeah. on earth. We're we dealing with top quality broadcast stuff. All right, here we go. Okay. Do you want to intro to this one or do you want me to intro it? No, I like when you do it. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bob Sleds and Band. I almost forgot the name of the show. Let's try this again. <laughs> welcome to Churros and Chewbacca. <laughs> welcome to Jawas and Jalopies. Scavengers. That is a podcast dedicated to the sand crawler and what happens inside of it. That little robot room where all those the yeah. disassembled drones are. It's, that's that podcast. It's called Jawas, Jawas and Jalopies. And it's just all about that room. Is that where that little yeah. uh, that, that bot's upside down and they brand his feet and you just you feel so deep for him? That's in Jabba's Palace. Um, okay. That one's in Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. really hurt that little guy. They really did. I mean, he screams. Yeah. And you're just, and, but it's a very cute scream. Yeah. A droid so that like, big, oh, though. that's funny. He's when, getting tortured. When you, when you get a droid that big, though, you really turn him over and check the feet like he's Andy's toy to figure out who he belongs to. You, See, he belongs to you. Yeah. That seems like a scrolled. lot of effort. He seems like a heavy it's a droid. Bib Fortuna written <laughs> across both, uh, both <laughs> gaunt droid feet. Yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bob Sleds and Banthas podcast, a podcast about Disneyland and Star Wars and all the other things that the Walt Disney Company owns that we love. I'm your host, Scott Storm, and with me is my brother in the mic, Aaron Absolute Humidity Robbins. Brother in the mic? Who's yeah. Mike? Your Mike. Oh. Oh, Mike. Not M-I-K-E-M-I-C. Hey. K-E-Y. Why? Because I like you. That's oh, why. that's fantastic. We made it to episode four. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. That means that we have an entire month's worth of podcast to listen to. It is. And, and that makes me very, very happy. And probably like a four-hour drive, I suppose. We have four hours worth of content-ish give or take we do two more and you can easily get to disneyland from where we live right if you lay on the accelerator a little bit, you, a little and, bit. and drive at 2 a.m you could do it well yeah if you don't get caught in the grapevine you're good you're welcome. good or la traffic welcome to the show everybody we are have a lot of awesome amazing fun serious show notes a lot of serious stuff going on with the walt disney company a lot of things i'm excited to talk about what do you want to talk about before we get into it? You have, you have any updates? Any uh, any life from inside your blanket fort? I celebrated the Easter holiday. I know you did as well. How I was did. your Easter holiday? Uh, it was really good. We didn't have a Star Wars Easter egg hunt like you had, so you know we lost we points did. there. But we, we did. made churros, so we kind of won that. Yeah, you did Disneyland churros. Yeah, we did. We did the recipe. Tell, tell me your experience with the Disneyland churro. Uh, my experience was watching them being made, and then I stepped up and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get my hands on that little, that little that little batter tube man and squeeze yeah. some stuff in there and i tried to go real real big with them but they were breaking little mini ones we made little mini ones but the taste man it was really close was the spot on so uh i, I noticed on our instagram you mentioned something about a star tip so yeah. is that like is that what you use you use like yeah. the, the the baker star tip in yeah, order to make these that's things? what gives it the ridges so that the like the cinnamon sugar kind of like nestles into that little those little canyons of delightfulness you know yeah those little yeah. sugar canyons where where the, the flavor just gets trapped yeah <laughs> that's where yeah. it is man that's it's right. locked in in those little crevasses that's and, right and the star tip is what does that for you but we only had a small one so we're redoing it with a big star tip this week and i think we should probably do dole whips just Fury, just because it's a fun thing so to do. The Storm household is going to be uh, heading toward the Dole Whips okay. because they they of course released that recipe. I think 
uh, after we recorded last week, they record, they released the Dole Whip's recipe. And, uh, and uh, my wife, uh, Mrs. Storm, said that she would be making Dole Whips for the family. So I'm, I am, I'm psyched L- about that. Let me like, ask you this question. Uh, with, this, with this advent of releasing uh, recipes from the Disney resorts, w- w- what recipe do they, least, do they release when Scott Storm knows, like, okay, They've hit rock bottom. They've got. They've got. Like, like they can't do this anymore. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the Mickey hot pretzel. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Yeah, that's just like okay. You've run right. out of things. Get that a you super can release. pretzel and then you twist it and then you stick it in the oven. That's right. You get four or three super pretzels and you put them in the shape of Mickey ears. And what do you know, Mickey pretzel? What's usually the last thing you eat leaving the park? What's the last item you consume before you're outside of park property? That's a really good question. Um, I I think probably it's. Generally, I would say it's the ice cream on Main Street. You know, it's From you're Girl? getting that on your way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? How about you? That, that, or I've also been known to enjoy, uh, you know, grabbing a grabbing a hot dog at the end of Main Street uh, on the way out or the way in. Really, I'm good either way. Really, I am. <laughs> I'm happy either way. Our last uh, Disneyland meal is the same, which is really odd for us. I often get a hot dog from there too. At like you know, as late as they stay open. So that'd be like 1150 or whatever. We roll in there, we get the Mickey pretzel with the cheese and and a, and a hot dog because you need one. And that's the last is, thing I eat. And then I take a it, take a peanut butter cookie from Winnie the Pooh, the Pooh Corner, the Pooh, the Pooh, the Pooh poo spot. And you eat that in the hotel at like uh, 1.30 in the that's morning. That's it. That, that, see, but see, again, we go back to you have older kids than I do. So your touring of the park I mean, you are going until close, until park close at like yeah. midnight on, yeah. on those nights. Yeah, we try real uh, hard. I I aspire to that. I haven't hit that yet. Uh. I hit that. I hit that pre kids, but with kids right now, we're still at the ten thirty ish. And mark. one of my children, the more tired they get, the more awake they get. They have yes. I dreamed of being the father that like uh, cuddles his kid down a Harbor yes. Boulevard into a hotel, and everybody's like, "Oh, look at him! That's the best dad in the world right there." But my kids are like, "Whoa!" Woo! Yeah, I I have a child like that as well, uh, and uh, and she she gets very amped up the more tired she gets, and we uh, we we often refer to her as like she's the future sorority girl because she's just like I'm exhausted. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> just like spinning out of control, just super yeah. excited. Uh, we're we're and we love her dearly, but yes, uh, I she uh, of the children that we have, she's the one that. Uh, I, I don't think we ever just gently rock to sleep. Right. I would just fall asleep in your arms. And you're like, oh, this is so sweet. She's the one that it's it's like it's almost like just turning off a light switch. Yeah. Like you're you just she just snaps asleep. Yeah. That's that's what happens. So, uh, but so here here we, here we go. Yeah. Uh, since we're talking about being in the park, let's do it. Uh, we we got to talk about we got to talk about delays in the park. Okay. And uh, the top of that is the announcement of Avengers Campus in yeah. Disney California Adventure being delayed. That was supposed to open in mid-July. That was supposed to be the the magnet away from Galaxy's Edge, uh, and now it's delayed until I think that they I think they're aiming for fall still. I think that's what they're planning. Yeah, I had a show note attached to this, or maybe I didn't put it in there. We combined it. That along with that, obviously, goes the uh, what's the name of the Spider-Man re- web? It's called Web Slingers or something. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's called Web Slingers. Uh, yeah. It's W E B stands for something. Oh no, and I can't remember exactly what it stands for. Weaponized uh, ectoplasmic uh, biodirectional shooter web. Yeah, slingers. it is. Yes, that's exactly what it's called. No, it's not. It's called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man colon, Web Slingers colon, a Spider-Man adventure. And web stands for something. Okay, I figured out what web stands for just on my own. What does it, it, it stand for? Well, enough of Bugs Land. <laughs> 
crush yes that's what it stands is that is that where it's at is it is it in bug yeah that's where it's at (laughs) yes Yes, it's on the remnants of it's tough to be a bug that's 10 years sure is because spider-man just ate you yep that's right so are you excited about the avengers campus what do you what do you think about it it's mostly meet and greet type of stuff with this web slinger ride which sounds cool it's taking over bugs land it's sort of hooking up with the tower the you know the mission breakout right i think that's i i'm sort of mixed on it okay. i'm excited because i like the idea of getting a, a marvel theme land hmm. uh a disney excuse me a disney marvel theme sure. land because we already have a marvel theme land owned by universal uh on the other coast uh, i love the idea of getting a disney version of a marvel theme land you know i think some of the oomph is taken away by the fact that it's going to be two e-tickets and this you know the the web swingers is that what it's called? Web swingers? Did yes. we just establish it's called web, it web, web slingers? Yeah. Web slingers. Uh, that the web slingers ride is probably not going to be an e-ticket. It's probably going to be more like a C or D ticket maybe. Yeah, um, I think and it's so, solid C. It's like uh, not as good as uh, Smuggler's Run, but it's it's uh, you know it's the universal movie technology. Yeah. So I, I think a little bit of the oomph is taken away from me by virtue of the fact that the e-ticket ride has been there for years now. Right. And before it was that, it was something else that was also an e-ticket ride. You know, the Guardian's Tower is has been there for a long time. Yeah. So you, they're really banking on this new Spider-Man experience, which obviously is going to be a tamer experience. It's going to bring in uh, more, fa- uh, it's more of a family-focused attraction than Guardian's is because it's an omni-mover attraction, dark ride. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they, and then they have the, uh, the, the Quinjet, the Avengers Quinjet, uh, big e-ticket, which isn't going to come for a long time. So, so there is this phased rollout and it feels like, I I guess, I guess I'm more excited for the land itself than the attractions that are in the land. How do you feel? Uh, I have historically been a pretty, pretty negative on the including Marvel stuff in the park. Uh, that was, that was an opinion I had mostly about Disneyland. If they were going to turn, right. I was a little bit worried there for a little while that they were going to turn, uh, Tomorrowland into the Avengers campus. Cause Tomorrowland has okay. a bit of an identity crisis. Yep. It's not yep. sure what it is. It's, uh, it's moved away from the sort of Jules Verne-esque sort of like, uh, 60s what we thought the future would be like in the 60s or 70s and moved into this sort of holding area for cool star wars stuff yeah so i was i was really worried about that and i'm glad that it is over in california adventure um but all of california adventure to me starts to feel like this is what happened with the school systems in the united states we had schools and we built classrooms right and then people are like yeah classrooms are kind of expensive to build and we don't really want to commit to the number so we'll we'll build three classrooms and then just do portables for the rest yeah we'll just get trailers that'll be fine yeah nobody will really know and then when we don't need them we can move them we can ship them to other places well and we'll have them there for a short period of time until we can get more funding to build actual full buildings oh what do you know they're here for the next 35 years yeah and it's like hey what traps school balls better than anything else if you wanted to trap school it's (laughs) like well it turns out a trailer does and that's right just get them wedged in between trailers or right underneath that's where all of our government money is going is to bouncy balls that are trapped underneath portables uh, that's right. The, the bouncy ball recovery uh, stimulus package. Exactly. Was, exactly. What that's what we need. Yes. And so yeah. you know, I don't think that um, I don't think Disney's California Adventure is 
like that, but parts of it feel like that. Like like Bugs yeah. Land was a response to the place not having enough kids rides, and they were like, "Oh man, we built a whole theme park and like th- th- not like a ton for kids here. What should we do? We have that one little like Zephyr ride over there by right. Mulholland Madness. Now Goofy's Sky School. I don't know what what they've changed it to now. So that was a response to a mistake, and now they're replacing that with something else. And Hollywood Backlot feels like it's having an identity crisis as well. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. Uh, Buena Vista felt like a step in the right direction. Uh, for me, because that's not tied to IP. That's a that's a thematic, uh, you know, year choice. That's a that's that's, right. that's you know. So that felt it's an era. Yeah, an era. An that's era. that's the word I yeah. wanted. Era. So I don't know. I, I'm you know, uh, my wife is a bigger Marvel fan than I am by a lot, and so I think she will dig that. But I just I don't know. I don't know about its location. I don't know. Like I just don't. I'm going to keep saying I don't know because I just don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I think this actually is a topic that'd be great for a, a, a longer discussion in another show. It's it, when you talk about Star Wars and Marvel in Disney, it's different than Pixar to yeah. me. You know, I think Pixar fits very well within the Disney ethos and Marvel and Star Wars are, are something different. So, so where do they go in the parks? Yeah. And I agree with you when it comes to Marvel, I'd rather have it at California Adventure than Disneyland. Sure. It should not go in Disneyland, right? But the question is, like, should it go in California Adventure or do those types of properties really anchor what should be a third gate? And then what else goes in that third gate? Which, again, a discussion I would love to have with you of just doing some armchair imagineering of what a third gate in California could look like. I I mean, there are aspects of the Avengers campus that I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about what they uh, they've talked about, like a stunt show that's that's unfolding in front of you. Yeah. That there's that there's battles happening on top of the buildings. Um, I Love think we've that. seen some we we've seen some uh, uh, imagineering footage of a robotic what looks like Spider Man doing acrobatics. Yeah, uh, I've across, seen that. Yeah. Ac- it's that's amazing, yeah. right? So so to see all of that in place sounds amazing. I personally, the thing that I'm most excited about with Avengers Campus is the uh, is the is the Pym test kitchen, right? It's the Ant Man themed test kitchen. Yeah. And uh, circling back to, uh, to to Mickey pretzels, one of the things that they're going to have there are giant pretzels, which I'm really, really excited about. I realize how ridiculous it sounds to say that that's the thing I'm most excited about Avengers Campus. Not at all. But yeah, that that sort of, that that Pim's Test Kitchen and the theming that can go there is something that I'm really excited about. The Web Slingers ride, I think it'll be fun. I, I'm looking forward to taking my kids on it. I'm very curious about the tech and how the tech's gonna yeah. gonna work? It's I think it's supposed to be like this augmented reality, three uh, D less. Hey, it's supposed to be able to experience. like shoot your wrists and have have you know. It's supposed to have uh, you know sort of that virtual reality thing where you move your arms and and webs right. come out of it. Which is if that works even seventy percent well, then they they win that ride. That that will be amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I mean, I, I guess a, another way of asking the question is like, would you rather have a Marvel's Avengers Campus or a Bugs Land? And I think yeah. for me, the answer is easily, well, let's put Marvel in sure. there. It's more exciting than a Bugs Land. I, and, yeah. and so... If there's not a yeah, third if, choice that has something right. to do with California, right, the yes. namesake, California now at California Adventure represents the ethos of California, the, yeah. the garage inventive come to California. It does not represent places in California anymore, like right. it did when the park right. opened. Right, which I think is for the better. I think a lot of people could debate that either way, but I, I think it's for the better. I mean, I, the idea of a California adventure, a theme park themed around California, 
in concept is exciting. Yeah. In execution, it was not. I know. We, and so, we always talk about that, like how like tourists would would be like at where the painted ladies are by Grizzly River Run and be like, hey, hey, didn't we see these yesterday? But like bigger in San Francisco right. because we're yeah. touring California. <laughs> Why would I now need to yeah. see a smaller version of the Palace of the Fine Arts? I was there three days ago. I was just there. Well, and th- that was always the that was always the uncomfortable aspect of California Adventure for me was this idea of like, wait, did Eisner just make this so that nobody would go tour California? Right. Was that the idea? Yeah. Was like, we're just going to capture them and they're going to get everything they need out of California from this theme park yeah. experience? It's no big deal, it, it's guys. It's hard to escape that. You need feeling. like three hours. California's not a big state. It's there's nothing to look at here. We can pretty much enc- fine. encapsulate it with Whoopi Goldberg look, and Wine Country, Golden Gate Bridge, Hollywood. You're done. Yeah, it's fine. It's nothing more. <laughs> <laughs> what else is getting delayed at Disneyland? I don't like oh, all man. these delays. What else you have? I know. What isn't getting delayed? Let me tell you the one that is that really surprised me, and that is that Disney's pushing the Jungle Cruise movie. Uh, all, all of the Disney movies are getting pushed right yeah. now, but the Jungle Cruise is actually getting pushed a full year. It was supposed to come out July 24th of this year. It's getting pushed to summer 2021, which is wild to me. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Uh, but I think the reason why they're they're planning on doing this, at least what everybody is saying is, Disney's really banking on this thing yeah. to be the next Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Yeah, and yeah, and and I I have jokingly uh, my my kids and I have a riff right now. We have a okay. riff going about uh, about Disney about the Disney executives pitching Jungle Cruise the movie. And uh, and saying that it's going to be the next big thing. It's going to be the next big thing. <laughs> Let me tell you something. All right. What do, what do people like? They like Disneyland. They like attractions, right? And what attractions do they like? Go ahead. You you want to play this part oh, with me? Oh sure. What am I supposed to? Okay, say? here we go. Can I say whatever? I got, I, a, want? I, got a, I got a big idea for you. I got a big idea. Oh wow. What what is uh, it? It's going to be a blockbuster. It's going to be fantastic. You, you've never oh, you you've never Matterhorn heard movie? anything like this before. Matterhorn movie. What are you doing? Even better. No. What do, what do people like? Oh, what do people Space like Mountain. about Disney? That's well, they love Space Mountain. But I'll tell you what they like. They liked. The Pirates of the Caribbean movie, right? Oh, yeah, they did. They love Pirates of the Caribbean. So I've got an idea. Okay. It's Pirates of the Caribbean 6, but we're calling it The Jungle Book. <laughs> no, so I screwed it up. Ah, nuts. I screwed this, up the whole joke. This is the, uh, this is the episode of Failed Punchlines. Back, so t- talk to me ride. about your take on The Jungle Cruise. Your ex- ex- I want to hear this. Your excitement meter for The Jungle Cruise movie, sorry, and whether or not you think it is franchise-carrying, worthy whether or not it's up to that task. Uh, Jungle Cruise seems like it could be it could be that thing that's really good. It could be really fun. It could be really exciting. I'm always wary when people say, like, it's going to be the next Pirates. Because yeah. Pirates was a great movie. Like, Curse of the Black Pearl, fantastic movie. Totally holds up. I we love watching that movie. Night. It's so good, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it totally is. holds up. And so if they're saying it's going to be like the next Curse of the Black Pearl, then w- translation of that is we've made a good, fun family action adventure movie. And But if it means we think we can milk this thing for everything it's worth uh, over a five-movie span, like that's what makes me nervous about this. So really all I want in The Jungle Cruise is yeah. a, fun, a fun adventure film. And yeah, I, I think it has the ability to do that. It's certainly the, the idea... This story can go anywhere. So 
my my bigger concern is how much of the story of the movie is now going to be put into the Jungle Cruise ride. Yeah. Oh, so much. Yeah. I wish you hadn't said that last part. Nobody's a bigger yeah. fan <laughs> of the Jungle Cruise than me. I, I have stories to back yeah, you, up my you fandom. Desire to be a skipper. I want nothing more than to be a skipper. I built a version of the Jungle Cruise in my backyard when I was a kid in our pool and built little like little landings and I took tours awesome. around of my dog and imaginary friends to practice being a skipper. Yes. So so I love it, man. Yes. I am into it. Here's the thing though. It. Here's the thing. Uh pirates is a genre. There is a genre of movie making storytelling of pirates. That yes. that's beyond the ride, right? Yes. Pirates, there's books about pirates. Matterhorn is not a genre. That's a ride. That's maybe mountain climbing or, you know, something. It's a that's, setting. That's a setting. It's kind of a setting. It's not a genre. Space is a genre, so I could see right. that. Jungle Cruise, the genre there is this, uh, you know, this sort of, I guess, African sort of Monty Python sort of, uh, you know, there, there's kind of a very weak genre there, but it's mostly a setting and a sure. style of, of storytelling. Did you say I, Mighty Monty Python? Yeah, uh, the the... Isn't, doesn't one of the Monty Pythons do do some of the Q jokes or whatever? Or some of the Q announcements? Oh, like Eric Idle. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I thought you meant Monty Python as in the genre. Like, you know, the Jungle Cruise is like those Monty Python movies <laughs> that we all love. There's like, there's a humor to them, right? They're not serious yes. Jungle yes. Cruise. They're not, yes, yes, they're not I, I, I get where you're going. Yeah, so that to me is not a genre. That's a setting and a mode of, of, of comedy. And so I feel like you're asking quite a lot of it to lift up a, a whole story. Uh, and I feel like what's eventually going to happen is it's going to be like Jungle Cruise in yeah. New York. And it's like, oh, man, why did that? Why do all these movies end up in New York? Why can't they just stay on the island or in the jungle? There's pirate toys and pirate ships. That's like a thing. Nobody's like, hey, I want to be a safari adventurer. If this leans into the genre, if we're going to stick with genre, if this leans into the the early 20s, 30s, or early 40s adventure serial genre, if this leans into the Indiana Jones and the mummy, those types of that type of set piece, and it's one of those types of stories, then I, I am looking forward to being entertained by that story. Yeah. I think it's a great setting. I think it's a great time period to set a movie like this in. Um, I love the you know the exploration of the unknown and everything like that. I think there has there there has that ability to be that. But I agree with you. Like I, I just want to see one of those movies. I, I don't really want to see oh, here comes the Rock and Emily Blunt and they're they're going down another river. And, and yeah. there we go, you know, uh, now, another Jungle Cruise. I have give, me, give me one really good movie. I have Don't to, give me a franchise. I have to challenge you to combine two Disneyland attractions into a really great premise for a movie. You just have to tell me what... Right now? Yeah, what are two attractions two Disneyland you, attractions. you would combine together that would make a great premise for a movie? Uh, okay, um, I, I want to go with something with the Matterhorn. Okay. I want to go with something with Harold. Harold, yeah. the abominable snowman. Harold the Yeti, yep. right? So an, yep. it's, a, it's an adventure to go find, go up the Matterhorn... Uh, to find Harold, but I'm trying to figure out what the other attraction is in that. Um, oh, man. Really Roger think? Rabbit's cartoon spin takes you on a madcap journey into Switzerland where, what do you know, Roger Rabbit meets up with Harold the Yeti and they get Dude, into a crazy amazing. adventure to find yeah. baby Herman's rattle. Right, I love it. I thought and you, so I thought you were joking at first, but you really brought it home. That was really good. I really brought it home. I think that, that was baby Herman's rattle is lost somewhere in Switzerland. Was there ever a sequel to Roger Rabbit? And if not, why is this not the sequel? Uh, there was a sequel slated. Yeah, uh, it's been in development hell for years, for okay. years. But this is now the new sequel. I've just pitched the new Roger Rabbit sequel. 
Benny and Roger. I'm, 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 and 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 him riding right. He's he's riding inside Betty, Benny the cab with Roger at the steering wheel. Yeah. But Harold's so big he can't really fit in it. So you have a lot yeah. of just co- com- comedic antics by the yeah. fact that you have this very serious uh, abominable snowman that is uh, it's a, it's a it's a it's a buddy it's a buddy road trip movie. And he needs dating advice from Roger, and Robert think Roger thinks he's just like you know he's got all these great dating tips which are totally impractical because yes. he has Jessica Rabbit, and Harold just doesn't want to be alone. And yeah, I think this is a solid right. Roger Rabbit too. Called yeah, you I definitely have a you definitely have a scene where Roger has dressed Harold up, and he's wearing sort of the bow tie. He's wearing the the Roger Rabbit esque bow tie, and his fur is slicked, yeah, maybe parted exactly. in the middle in a very. Right, and, and he's just like, slicked oh, down, no, and man. he just looks ridiculous. Does it look okay? He's like, you look great. Yeah. You look g- 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 great. <laughs> did he only stutter with please? I guess he did. Yeah. He only stuttered with please, didn't he? So you do you do impressions? We all noticed in my family. You do a little Mickey Mouse that you barely let out of the bag, and a couple of just a little bit. Just a little. It sounded good for the for the half a second that I heard it. It sounded good. That's that's all. That's that's why I refined just that half a second so that it sounds good. All what right. else you got on the old right. news docket there? Uh, oh man, well hey, uh, we talked about some fun things, right? You want to talk about some even more depressing things? Oh like yeah, cool. The Disney company having to uh, furlough workers on both coasts. Yeah. Now, what does that mean, furlough? Furlough means uh, it's funny you ask that, uh, Aaron. I'm glad you asked that. Oh, thank A furlough you. means furlough means that you are not currently working for your employer, but you are still an employee. So, gotcha. Basically, you. you you're getting effectively laid off, but you're not actually getting separated. You're not actually getting terminated from your company. So in this instance, what's happened is you have a bunch of, you have actually 43,000 workers right now that are represented by six different unions in Walt Disney World. Wow. And those unions came to an agreement with Walt Disney World last week to furlough 43,000 workers. And basically, uh, that includes attractions, custodians, vacation planners, housekeepers, bus drivers, uh, guest services, monorail workers, monorail drivers getting furloughed, costuming wardrobe and dear to my heart, the characters. Uh, that's so that that's happening. That's happening. And, uh, and they haven't determined an end date. The good thing, the silver lining here is that like the seniority, because you're not getting fired, you're maintaining your seniority, you're maintaining wage rates. And the really great thing is that the Disney company has agreed to uh, provide uh, 100% of all current health benefits for the next year to all those employees. So they're maintaining their health benefits. You seem floored. You seem floored by this. It seems like you're just stunned by this news. Uh, I'm not stunned by it because I read it before. It's just, I was I was thinking, <laughs> because I cheated. It's just looked. our connection is bad. Our connection could be better. And that's the reason yes. why there was a delay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what, I, what I am thinking, when I first read this, what I thought was, with the resources of the Walt Disney Company, it feels, and I'm sure they're thinking about this stuff, it feels like they should be able to, like, do one for the cast members. Like, we're making, we're releasing a movie, and it's, all the profits are going to the cast members. Or we're going to tell a story about cast members. Or, that you know, they have the widest reach of any media company in the world. I would love to see them do something for the workers, which I know that they're getting health care for a year, and that's all great and stuff like that. But I mean, these, that's, yeah, that's nothing to sniff at. It's fantastic. Let's, let's but these are some of the most, uh, you know, these are the character workers. These are some, they have some very talented people and the world needs entertainment. And yes. so it always just breaks my heart a little bit when very talented people such as yourself, uh, who was a character performer there, are just sitting at home not entertaining me. It's like, that's your purpose in the world, though. That's, that's what you were born to do. And now you're not doing that. So how do we make that happen in a different way? That's, that's where my brain Yeah, that goes. brings up a really good question. It, you know, that is... What are these people who are who are very specifically skilled in these areas? 
Like, what do they do? What do they do to get further employment? Because when you're talking about Florida specifically, and we'll get to Disneyland in a moment, when you're talking about Florida specifically, Florida runs on tourism. And so if you are a character performer or a costumer or uh, you work in the uh, hospitality, uh, you know, industry and, and, and everything around you is shut down, like, how are you how are you getting work? I don't know what I would do in that situation. I, I don't know whether or not I would look to take any job that I can in my current place or let's say I was a character performer, I was an actor and I just went, okay, well, I guess I'll come back to Florida when they're, when they're hiring again. It's time for me to move somewhere else. I, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Uh, that's why I, I say I'm just, I'm just thankful to hear that, you know, it, it would be unrealistic for Disney to keep 43,000. And that's, not, that's only 43,000 people that are getting furloughed from these unions. There are actually 77,000 workers at Walt Disney World, and Disney is reaching agreements with those other unions. Mm. So it's not stopping at 43,000. Uh, it's going to it's gonna keep going. And certainly, Disney can't be expected to keep all of those people on the payroll for an indefinite period of time while the park's shut down, and they can't exactly give work for them to do somewhere else. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, th- I think they're, they're trying to do what they can, and I think, again, I, I think that they've shown some pretty pretty humane corporate responsibility here toward their workers in a, in a situation where, you know, it's a no win situation for everybody that's involved. Yeah, for sure. That was a downer. Thanks. And when it, thanks for sharing that with when me. it comes to Disneyland, I know you're asking. Yeah. In fact, uh, it's, it's almost like you don't have show notes in front of you and you're almost saying, well, Scott, this is a Disneyland podcast. What about Disneyland? Yeah, what's going on there? I mean, I know that Walt wanted no unions. So you're telling me instead he got 40, all unions, all, he of, got them, all, all of them. them. Yeah. That's right. He got all and of what them. What if we don't have a union, guys? And they're like, that's right. What if we have 40 unions? I'm glad you said that, Uncle Walt. We're going to have every union there is. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and in doing so, Disney's uh, negotiating with the unions out in Disneyland. Uh, they reach an agreement with about, ha- there's about 20 unions that Disney has to negotiate Let with. Let me ask you this. Do the unions side. have cool names? Is it is no. it like Magic no. Worker 607? Yeah, you the wish. The Delighters. You wish it was. Yeah, I do. You, the Delighters. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Pixie Dust 405. Totally. Why is this not a thing? Uh, you I'm wish. So disappro- I'm you wish. I know. It's really disappointing. It's really disappointing. Uh, and, and I think they would probably get uh, more support if they did have a better theme name. <laughs> what do you want to talk so, about? Disneyland? Let's, let's talk about Disneyland. Let's talk about uh, Dapper Days. Yes. Let's talk about. Are you Dapper. familiar with Dapper Day? Very familiar. Yeah, my daughter is okay. a big how, fan. How of, are you of familiar the Dapper with movement? Uh, did you have you participated in a Dapper Day? I have participated as an observer. I've been to the park on Dapper Day, or Dapper Days. Okay, uh, so we've been there and we've participated in the fact that we've looked at people dressed up and been like, "Oh, we should do that." That's my level of participation, and, and that was the extent of your participation. Yeah. Oh, look at that guy who's sweating yeah. profusely through his polyester suit. <laughs> yeah. We should really do oh, that one of these times. We'll all day. All right. Dapper Day is is obviously not happening this uh, this spring. Yeah. It happens twice a year. It's not happening in the spring. They're doing Dapper Day at home on April 19th, uh, okay. which uh, I guess that means wear your Sunday best and, uh, and, and, and uh, around the house. Dapper Day, for our listeners who don't know, Dapper Day is a thing where uh, it's not a Disney-sponsored thing. It's an unofficial, the- unofficial theme day in the park where people get together, they dress up in their, we'll call it their Sunday best. It's sort of like a throwback to when the park opened and everybody wore suits and dresses and heels and hats and gloves and canes and parasols and everything like yeah. that. It's and, like steampunk uh, without the steam. Yeah, right. Yes. It's like, yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I like that you wanted to make it better, takes off though. The, 
I want I wanted to riff, and yet I realize you've hit the nail on the head. Everybody just takes their everybody takes their welding goggles off of their top hat. Yeah, you don't and, need those uh, today, man. We're going to a theme park. Yeah, that's right. Put your gear boutonniere at There's home. No, leave it at no home. No freelance just, welding just, at Disneyland. And uh, and they they experience the park again in uh, what I would surmise to be uncomfortable clothing. Uh, for photo opportunities and enjoying each other's uh, outfits, they have a lot of that's, these. Uh, uh, that's the way they have a lot of these unsponsored, like these unofficial days. Like they also have bat days. Yeah, they have uh, Aaron is awesome yeah. day. Explain bat days. Explain bat days because I just learned what this was. I, I would explain it as um, like goth, like goth day. It's, a, it's yes. a sort of darker kind of you know mascara. Why don't they just call that irony day? Can we just <laughs> call that irony day? You are. You're in your goth best. You've got your, you know, you've just got done listening to uh, your uh, uh, good Charlotte, um, you know, okay. on on repeat. Um, maybe some, maybe some screamo. Uh, you know, you've really loved listening to that screamo, or maybe you're just kicking it old school, and you've just got the Smiths playing over and over and over again. You're as depressed as Morrissey is, and you put yeah. your eyeliner on and your leather jackets, and you're like, what? says goth better than hey where are my doc touring? martin's with the 72 inch soles that's right that's right look at this and i'm and i've got my i've got my safety pins in my black leather jacket and i'm gonna sit on it's a small world all day long but they do i, I feel some hostility towards bat days don't you feel like they should enjoy the park too and have the magic of, oh, of yeah. walt disney infect their soul oh, it's magical yeah, it's a, a magical okay. place it's fantastic <laughs> Yeah, are absolutely. we done talking about Dapper oh, Day, no. or have we not started? Oh no, we're done. I think oh, we're done great. talking about. Let's move Dapper on Day. to. I mean, I, I w- let me ask you a question: Would you participate? Okay. Would you ever participate fully in Dapper Day? Um, no, because I I don't. Uh, I mean, I love the idea of cosplaying. We're we're we are pro cosplaying. We're pro that whole thing. Yeah, but when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. I don't have like an infinite number of hours to put together an outfit I'm going to be proud of. We we dressed up for Halloween yeah. and I wore a Woody shirt and my wife wore a Buzz t-shirt and we were like, man, we really participated at the Perfect. fullest level that we that we yeah, could really here. Yeah, we had a sure $9 did. t-shirt and I, and I and I wore it. And I didn't wear it all day. I carried it in a backpack and then the sun went down. I put it on. So <laughs> no, I would love gonna, to. I, you're not going to ruin that. You're not going to get that sun faded. Yeah. Uh, yeah right. I, I would love to be that human being that is able to like plan and come home from work and work on my outfit a little bit and and sequence it with with my wife and make sure that like we're in tune and we have our characters down. Uh, but I don't know, man. Sure. I just yeah. don't, I, I just I love it and could do it. I just don't make the decision to spend my time doing that. And I wish I did, but I think I really like the pageantry around Dapper Day. Like I, I you know, I love that era as it is. Yeah, I for love sure. the style of that era. I love the music of that era. I love the throwback. I love the idea of celebrating that. Uh, but when it comes to going into the park, I just couldn't see myself doing it. I think part of the reason is because, you know, part of my regular work day is wearing business yeah, clothes. Yeah, for sure. And so the idea of now wearing more colorful business clothes when I'm on a vacation at a theme park, it just feels a little oppressive to yeah. me. But I don't know, maybe if I got into it, you know, I can also be, I, I could certainly see myself being swept up in the pageantry of it all and just being like, this is great. Like, I got my pocket watch yeah. and I've got my arm garters and I, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> just uh, just thrilled to be here. And, uh, you know, so maybe I could see myself doing that. But, but I think... 
I think it would be one of those things where I did not set out to do this. I had no interest in doing this because I just want to go on Mr. Toad's. I don't have to worry about the way I look on Mr. Toad's. And then what do you know? The next thing is uh, I'm wearing two-tone shoes and pinstripe pants. And, uh, you know, I'm, I look like I'm a, a, a background uh, singer to uh, Cherry Pop and Daddy's uh, music wow, video. Cherry Pop and Daddy's reference. I just like that. I think one of the things about Disneyland is that everything is up for observation and everything feels yeah. like it was made to be observed. And so when you get to dress up and become uh, part of that, which is being observed, I think it is fun for people to, to, to see that like, oh, that person, that group, that family's looking at me. I did something well. I dressed up enough to be noticed in a place where everything needs to be noticed. And so therefore it is hard to be noticed. And now I'm being noticed. And that's some- so in some small way, it's, it's a way of honoring the part of the park by saying, uh, the, the, the level of execution so high there to be noticed. I have to raise the bar and look, that family's looking at me and they're talking about me because I nailed it. I like that part but of how, it. Yeah. But how much of that is taking away from the essence of the park itself, I think that's, right? How much of that is is intentionally shining the light away from all of the effort of what Disneyland is? Of course, is that's the right question. That's, that's the right question to ask. I've, I have seen it a few times where it has. We saw, a, we saw a group that was bound in Star Wars, so they were not you know, dressed as bound in is when you, you know, sort of put an outfit yeah. together that is a m- homage or nod to a character right. or a ride or something like that. And they were bound in as Han Solo, Princess Leia, Chewbacca, and they did it really well. Like they crushed yeah. it. They looked amazing. You could tell who was who without knowing. I mean, they they just nailed it and they did it so well. They were kind of having Instagrammers around them and they were, tr- they were sure, kind of. Right. And in that case, I looked at it and it went from like, wow, to like, oh, they're really there's kind of a, a fameness there that's now competing with somebody else. And that, that there is a line there. I think it's kind of a gray line, but once you fall off of it, you're off of it. And, and I think that's, I think that's where these types of theme days come for me or where they land for me is um, it, it is this aspect of, uh, Hey, look at me. Don't look at the park. Uh, and, and, and for those people who treat the park like it's their local park, I can certainly understand that sure. thought process. You know, I, I get it. Like we are here so often that this thing that this thing that we are experiencing uh, loses its luster or or its uniqueness in some way because we've experienced it so. Don't much. make me cry, so Scott Storm. Now, now we have to do something that makes it unique again, and it's by our own by our own effort and our own. Uh, machinations and, and imaginative creativity that we're now making Disneyland, Disneyland unique. Somehow Disneyland is not unique enough. We now have to do this to make it more unique. And then I think about those families that are there that are not participating yet. They just showed up. And now they're competing with this uh, you know, unofficial theme day that is admittedly, I think probably confusing for some families. Some families like, Oh man, were we going, supposed like, to dress, are, dress up? What? I didn't know there was a dress code. We're supposed code. to dress up? Are those cast members? Yeah. Are they not cast members? Can I take pictures with them? Uh, can Sorry, I get, mister, I I'm lost. Have you seen my parents? Like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't yes. work here, but uh, you know what? Hey, hey, Mr. Disney, can I get your autograph, Mr. Disney? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, um, I just, uh, you know, I, I live over in Brea. That's all. I'm just here for the day. I know I just look like Walt Disney, but I'm not, I'm not face Walt Disney. Uh, maybe, maybe that's me. Maybe I'm being too jaded. Oh, you definitely are. At the same are. time. I definitely yeah. am. So let's get into some of these discussion topics, huh? Yeah. So you have a thing that's called ways to keep the magic alive. Oh yeah, we're gonna go. What we're gonna this? go through this quick. This is gonna be fantastic. I have to turn my internet back on uh, in order to do this particular activity. All right. So Scott Storm, here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, now that the, the yep. because the park is closed, uh, the only news apparently, or the only activity that we as the Disney loving community can participate in, is to talk about how we can 
take the park out of the park and bring it into our homes, our ovens, our bellies, our clothes, uh, everywhere, everywhere we can. can. Everywhere we can that's not in the actual park. Let, yep. let us mm-hmm. engage in an activity of trying to make the parks not needed anymore. And so here... That's right. Who, need, who needs the I'm never going back, man. Why, why would you? Not when you've got your Dole Whip recipe yeah, at home I wrote a, and you're making churros. I wrote a couch cushion down the stairs the other day and I was like, same right. thing. This is Splash Mountain. It's the same thing. Listen, you just Amazon primed a larger star bit. <laughs> yeah. Now you don't have to You don't have to have those churros right. at Disneyland anymore. I'm build yeah. myself a little oven and, or a little uh, whatever. Listen, I pin traded with my kids earlier yeah. today. We just got our pins out. We, less, don't need, we don't need to go to the less park. Less trading and more taking, but it was still fun. Hey, they had a pin I wanted. <laughs> I'm going to read seven things are uh, seven ways to keep the magic alive. And after each one, I want you just... We're going to go through these quick because we have a lot of show notes. I just yep. want your okay. general take yep. on whether or not this is a valid thing. So you'd be like, yeah, I see that. That's that's actually a pretty decent... Or just like, come on. Okay. Those are the two Those are the okay. two answers. It's like, hey, yes. yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's a thing. Come on. Yep, those are your two options. All right, that's... Okay, that's that's, that's Number it. Number one, right, I, I got it. Join or create a virtual streaming party of theme park shows or Disney movies on social media. Walk this one out for me. How does this? How does this so you're look? Gonna like s- you and I get together and we say we're going to watch YouTube together. Yeah, Is that yeah, the idea? Yep. That's what we do. We're going to create a Zoom meeting, invite all our friends, and then in the meeting we're all going to we're all going to watch movies together. Come on. Okay, that one did not one. You're going to you're going to browse through Come hashtags on. for fan made takes on beloved Disney rides. Hashtag homemade Disney. Uh, can I go back? If this did you, we're talking about the thing where somebody is creating a attraction at home. Yeah. Is that what we're talking yeah, about? You're going to browse through, uh, you know, social media looking for fan-made takes on beloved rides. That's going to keep the magic going for you. Yes or no? I'm going to say I'm going to take back my first one, and I'm going to say that's a thing. Okay. Uh, watch party uh, attractions and shows. That's a thing because okay. this one, okay. come on, come okay. on. Listen, there is no way, there is no way your recreation of a Disney attraction is going to bring the magic home. There's there's no unless you have somehow gone in and stolen an audio animatronic pirate and you've set that up into a closet and nobody knows it's going to happen, there is no way you are rec- you you are somehow capturing or recreating the Disney attraction experience. The, when the, when the your 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 couch cushion riding down the stairs is not the magic. When this form. first came out and I don't care uh, there was there was a lot of news when this first started happening of like uh you know amazing family recreates Pirates of the Caribbean yes. accurately yes. and I I'm adding some things to the title. But the titles all over the right. internet were basically someone has done this amazing job and it you know I don't know. I don't want to be negative. I feel like we're very negative on this show, but uh, I was expecting animatronics or at least uh, yeah, it does feel like it, it does feel a little negative today. Yeah, jaded. I think this. I think yeah, this quarantine. I would like to, to us, see. Man. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I think we just desperately want the parks to open <laughs> again. Is really what it boils down to. If somebody was to take the time, I mean, the thing is that I have not seen a recreation where you go, "Oh man, that's yeah. good." Like that's like well yeah. done, well done. A lot of thought and effort put into it. What I have seen is like people in their t-shirts. And, uh, and, you know, maybe they find a striped t-shirt and they're wearing jeans and they're, again, they're hiding behind a doorway and all of a sudden like, oh, that's the pirate. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the, that's it's the, almost you know, like a parody. Uh, like, it's not like they're, like they're trying to be funny. They're not, but it's, uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it, but, but if somebody was, you know, I, I, I don't know if you've ever done this. I have, uh, watched YouTube, uh, compilations of people who have built, uh, roller in their coasters backyard. in their backyard. Yeah. Heck yeah. Right. And you're like, and you see some of that, and you're like, that's amazing. That's amazing. If if somebody recreated a Disney attraction that was like that, then I'm all over it. That's a thing. Yeah. 
But everything that I have seen so far is, come on. Yeah. If, if, if your kids, here's the standard. If your kids were going to college and now they're not going to college because you just right, spent all their money, the effort, yes. then yeah, okay, yes. nice job, dad, mom. Right, well done, it. well Good done. Good job. Yes. But if it's just yes. like, yeah, we got out the sled. I'll give that a like, <laughs> yeah. sure. All right, number yeah, three, absolutely. check out. I'll even turn the notifications on number for three, that one. Number three, check out Disney's new website. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Okay. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, absolutely. Number four, support a local business and get uh, theme park quality, if not better, Dole Whips from Hula Girls Shave Ice in Huntington Beach. Order online or curbside for pickup. Um, that's a come on. That's a come yeah. on for also, me. Also, again, like this, a shameless this, advertisement. It's a shameless plug. I'm not going there. I'm not going to Huntington Beach to go. I'm not going to drive seven and a half hours to get a Dole Whip right now, but... All right, so the next one is uh, no, nah, it's no stranger to the show. Uh, you know, make Disney recipes. So, we'll, oh yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That's While a thing. you're cleaning out your closet, pull together an outfit inspired by a Disney character and just wear it. So we go back to Disney bounding. Yeah. I feel like this is a. I feel like this is a a, a topic for a larger, longer discussion. So I'm going to table the discussion about Disney bounding for another time. Uh, but I like you. I love cosplay. I'm a big fan of cosplay. I have been known to cosplay both professionally. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and and amateurly. Yeah, if you're doing it professionally, so, you're not really playing anymore. You're just you're. Yeah, you're I guess just, you're right. You're just causing. I'm just causing. And so I think for this, I'm gonna give it a yeah. That's a thing. Number seven. Play background music loops on YouTube and create a charming oh, park ambiance. That is a. That's thing. an all the that time thing. thing. Oh my gosh, yes. You, Disneyland does not have to be closed for that to be a thing. I just have to be working from home for that to be a thing. That's seven ways to keep the Absolutely. magic alive with uh, live reactions from Scott Storm. You want to move on to the next show topic, which uh, you had a little trouble committing to. I sure do. I, I had a little trouble committing to it. You know, we've done, this is our fourth episode, as you know, and this is a Disneyland and Star Wars podcast, but we've been really Disneyland heavy uh, the first couple of episodes. I think uh, in part yeah, because we launched the show once Disneyland closed uh, and uh, and the, the, the end of the Skywalker saga happened several months before we launched this podcast. So the, the Star Wars news has been a little bit light as well. Uh, but I thought that it would be a great time. But I also think because when you and I met, like the the idea that we both, uh, the idea that you'd meet somebody like you and that you would like Star Wars, I'm like, yeah, no, duh. But then you're like, I also am pretty into right. Disneyland. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, hold on. So like for me, Star, Star Wars. <laughs> Stop the press. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Wait, and you don't and you don't like sports? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Marry me now. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's and I've had Disneyland podcasts in the past, so it was just more natural to start with Disneyland stuff. But take us into this uh, this this Star Wars stuff here. Yeah. So there's there's an idea going around called the quarantine. Are you familiar with this quarantine during quarantine? Only because of the show notes, Scott Storm. All right. So there's a thing about who is on your quarantine, and that's T E A M, yeah. right? You have to be stuck with someone right yeah. now. Hopefully, it's people that you enjoy being stuck with. For me, I love being stuck with these people. I love them to death, and I could not be happier being with my family. But some people, you got a quarantine that maybe you you don't want to be yeah. stuck with, but you have to be. Here, here. If if we had to build a quarantine made of Star Wars characters, yeah. let's let's say that there is a again a galactic pandemic. It reaches all the way from Coruscant all the way to out to the Outer Rim and beyond. And the question becomes, who is in your Star Wars quarantine? So you got to pick four people. Four. I thought from we were Star doing Wars. three. Uh, all right. Well, just come up with another okay, one great. pretty darn quick. All right, man. We'll say three to four. Three okay. to four okay. Star Wars characters from either the prequels, the classic, or the Disney trilogy. And uh, Or, you know, if you want to go to Expanded mm-hmm. Universe, you can do that as well. Even if you want to go into Legends. Okay. Listen, I'm, you want to say Mara Jade? That's fine. 
I mean, that's fine. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow that. So you it. give me. Oh yeah, I did see on I did see on the on the on the notes here three Star Wars characters. All right, so give me three or four. And actually, um, and you know, if you need some time to think, I I, I can go first. But uh, I'm happy to hear what your thoughts are first. First, give me three Star Wars, three to four Star Wars characters that you would want. To yeah, I'm gonna and you, why? I'm gonna give you four. I'm gonna give you four. Uh, because oh, that's man, the rules, and I want to play by the rules. So first is uh, uh, Padme Amidala, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, Kylo uh, Ren okay. is the next one, because I feel like when you're stuck with Kylo Ren, you're actually cheating. You're hacking the system there, and you could potentially get some uh, some some zone-ins. You could get some... Uh, oh, like a, like a little variance? Yeah, you like, could be uh, like, hey, man, what... Like, you can go out. You can have that gathering. It's okay. Uh, no, with Kylo Ren, though, because, you know, the way he talks to Rey, I feel like you, you, could, you could sort of teleport into other other oh, yeah. corn teams and just kind of check in on what's going on with them. He's kind of like your telephone yeah, okay. in this situation. Yeah, your force time. Think, your force yeah. time uh, conversation. Another one, that, yeah. my next one, very obvious, is Admiral Akbar, And it's just because that guy seems like a stand-up dude. He just seems like a good friend that's kind of like got your back. He doesn't like... What? Yeah, what, what are you doing with Akbar in quarantine? He's not... Like, are you got, he's not taking my role as group leader. He's fine to be like a number two. He's totally cool. Oh, yeah. He's okay. not going to be like... If if you're like, hey, man, who ate all the nachos? He'd be like, I, I did. And you're like... I did. <laughs> you're like, thanks for being so honest, Admiral Akbar. I appreciate that. Next time... It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's totally fine. Just ne- They look delicious, and I ate all the Next Velveeta. Next time when you get down to like the last chip, you just we let each other know so that there's not like missed expectations. But other than that, he's just a nice guy. That's why I want to be stuck with him. And then yeah, number four, yeah. he's a good support. He's a good number support. four, uh, Padme Amidala. You uh, you said that twice. You clearly want to be stuck with Padme Amidala. Or find yes. uh, her her decoy. Uh, uh, Kira Knightley. Okay. Yeah. Did you well, know I that? I didn't know that Kira Knightley was the decoy. Yeah, Kira Knightley. You clearly want to be stuck with Padme Amidala. That's 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 Great. okay. That's all right. Um, I mean, any any particular reason? Is it is it because of her uh, political? It is. Yeah, skills? it's is strictly it is strictly because of her governance and her views on uh, international trade federation disputes. Yeah, so you, right. Right, you can you can really wax uh, the philosophies about the political situation that you're dealing with when it comes to quarantine. Uh, you know what rights are being suspended temporarily. That's what I'm really interested in the, with her. I, I, the galaxy. It's that that it's Natalie Portman. Any of that stuff, don't care. Female, male, and throw. I don't care. I just I want to talk politics during quarantine. Then that's that's all you're going to get with uh, with Padme. So if you are looking for long discussions about politics. You've yeah. come to the right I place. I feel like she wants me to be a better man. You know, I feel like she wants me to be better than I currently am. And I, you know, I like that pep talk during quarantine. I might let things slide a little yeah. bit. You know, I might have one too many churros and she's going to be like, you That's don't right. need that, Aaron. She's going to call me with an IE on the end. Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. You don't need that, Aaron. The other good thing is that you, you can also know that if you, uh, if you commit mass homicide to women and children, that she'll it's still like, love you yeah, no matter what. Like a, that's like a yeah. mulligan. We call that. It's like, eh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're still yeah. basically a good guy. Listen, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Everyone makes mistakes. It's fine. This one, you know yours. how we used to have like a uh, neighborhood, honey, uh, Padme, the, with the neighbors and all that. We don't, we don't have that anymore. Oh, what happened? No, I killed all of them. Oh, why? You're breaking my heart. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we still just because I we had like one it. time we had to fill. <laughs> Scott, Storm, well, listen, if I jump in there, I got to pick yeah, my team. Get in yeah, there, you man. got it. So. So my team is I, I feel like my team is is a is a well honed team. Oh man! Okay, I got Chewbacca. Okay, I've got Finn F N two N eight seven, R two D two. Okay, and old and old Ben. I feel Kenobi. like all these people and could the, drink you under the table. I feel like you pa- oh, easily <laughs> I feel like you pass easily. out first. Right, e- yes. Yeah. No problem. No problem. I mean, there's 
yes, there is no way I'm withstanding any of these in a drinking contest. Are you going to go through why? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, the first one is is two of them are board game players. I'm a big board oh, gamer. Oh, wow, smart. Right? I love playing board games, right? And so I feel like Chewy and Finn and I can sit down and, and play a game together. We're going to play lots of games together. Yeah, we're probably going to let Chewbacca win most of the time. Yeah. I mean... Uh, to keep our arms intact, but but we know that they play games. I'm a big game player. I would like to play with nice. them. Uh, I I also feel like I got two fix it guys on my team. Right, I've got Chewy. I got R two. If something breaks down, we got handy guys. We you know who can who can make something if something goes wrong. Who can uh, who can repair something if something needs to be repaired. And then I, Ben Kenobi, old Ben. Like I got him for stories. I think it's sort of like your Akbar, right? Like just a good stand up guy. Who's just going to be there? He's going to he's going to encourage you. He's going to tell you about how the old things were. He's going to have a little a little whimsy in his voice. He's going to have some good stories and just uh, just someone that I would like to pass the time with. Yeah, for sure. I just don't, sure. You don't think you need him there to tell the stories. I mean, you could strike him down and then just have the stories in your head, and then you would have a spot free to recruit Padme. You're not okay. wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like you're cheating the system a That's little bit. That's how I do. I mean, with I, my Kylo know. Ren. And yeah. My, and my yeah, yeah. You're definitely yeah. You're definitely you're definitely skirting the rules here uh, of this. But Are you doing okay. people? Uh, you don't me, want on your team or are we are we are we moving on to the next thing yeah i mean i'm i'm happy to do i mean i think it's pretty easy uh jar jar yep. banks uh, i don't want him on my team okay. uh, i don't want c3po on my team and uh if i had to pick a third it would probably be uh, emperor palpatine i don't think i would like him on my team just because um i just i feel like after a while i'd just be like dude like lay off like yeah. okay. stop being so sinister <laughs> you know i think i feel like jar jar and, C- and 3po are gimmies right uh, I mean, not for everybody. I was going, yeah, I was going, uh, I should know these people's names. I, I claim to be a fan, but, um, who was, who was I going with? I can edit this part out while my 40 year old brain tries to catch boss up. Boss Nass? Were you about uh, to say Boss no, Nass? No, I like Boss Nass. Sebulba? Was it a little bit of a Sebulba? Sebulba's fine. It was a uh, Luke Skywalker, little known character. Oh yeah. Um, I, he was in, which one was that? <laughs> I don't know what order they go in. It's real crazy how they number those movies. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm totally lost Definitely, in that story. Uh, as soon as Luke I started. Luke Skywalker. Uh, you're not no, having, not Luke, having Skywalker Luke Skywalker on, on there. Cause he's, any version of yeah, Luke. because he's the opposite of Admiral Ackbar. With Luke Skywalker eats all your nachos, you're like, hey man, did you eat all the nachos? And he's like, no. Are you sure? Because it, it <laughs> just it super feels like you did, and like you're no, I didn't. Cheese all over your like your robe, dumb man. Nope, I don't know what you're talking I, about. I feel like you're trying to do know. something nope. with my mind, but it's not working. I just everybody can tell. <laughs> I think uh, you have you have crumbs all over your yeah. shirt. You're wearing a black shirt, and I can see the crumbs no, on it. Must nope. have been somebody else. I have a sister. Nope. It wasn't me. Talk to her. Uh, the guys her. from the Most Sizely Cantina, the guy that has the death sentence on twelve systems. Like you don't want to hang out with that guy. Yep. Well, I agree with that. I mean, just his face would would unnerve me after a yeah. while. And he just has a beef. He just seems to have a beef with everyone. Yeah. I don't have another yeah. one. Doctor Doctor Zhivago. I know it's not. It's not Doctor Zhivago. It's Doctor something. That's systems. his name. That guy's a doctor. Of medicine? It's, yeah, he has a doctor. I don't know what he is at. I don't know if he has a doctor in, but he is a doctor. Yeah. And probably uh, Sail Barge Leia. I probably wouldn't, you know. So you're you're taking Padme. You're not taking Sail Barge Leia. Yeah, or Slave. I guess they call it Slave Leia is the name of that. It's a, it's a lot of wiping down. I don't have an infinite amount of Clorox wipes. You got to dress appropriately for this situation. I think so, right? Man, your team was real right. tactile. Like you, you had yours really thought out on multiple levels. I have my thought out. I have my thought out. I, we, we got some, um, I also have, I also have a theme. I have, I have a theme team. Nice. Right? I call this my, uh, I call this my avoid the community spread team. And that's okay. made up of everybody who wears a respirator. 
So okay. you got yeah. Darth Vader. Uh, you got maybe like a stormtrooper or a, a Boba Fett, yeah. right? Wearing wearing a helmet, and then a Jedi Master Plo Koon uh, from from the prequels in the Clone Wars. He's got that respirator. I don't think he can breathe regular yeah. regular oxygen. All the robots, uh, his the species, me- the metabot, so. those medical bots, the back to yeah. tank bot. Right. We got some. We got some actually with some listeners that that. Uh, Let's hear submitted. what our listeners said. My wife said. My wife submitted okay. her team, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with that. My wife said that her team involves, and I got to remember this because I didn't write it down. It was uh, Ben Kenobi. Okay. It was it was Aunt Beru. Wow, fascinating and it choice. was and and any droid. She said any any unnamed droid. Okay, is what it was. Uh, so Aunt Beru, uh, Aunt Beru, uh, pre pre crispy or post crispy? Pre crispy. She f- she felt like Aunt Beru could really hold down the home front for everyone. Okay, pre crispy yeah. Aunt 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 yeah. Beru. Nice. Any droid. So. Yeah. Uh, just that you don't know the name of, like that would like R two D five would count. Uh, a non personality droid, just just a workhorse, just a workhorse of a droid. Okay, yeah, she doesn't want a droid with too much yeah. of an ego. Yeah, she doesn't want lip. She doesn't want any lip from a droid. She just wants a droid to do the droid's job. She said she said Ben Kenobi, uh, making mm-hmm. very clear not we're not talking old Ben and we're not talking yeah. Obi Wan. We're talking sort of like been on Tatooine for about five years. Uh, yeah. wh- why do you know? Do Just you know sort of why? like I, I, am assuming that it's because uh, he's he's seen some stuff. Yeah, right. He's uh, he's sequestered himself and he's learned good. how to he's live good sequestered at a on Tatooine. Yeah. He's really good in a quarantine, and yeah. uh, and he's not he's not so old that she has to worry about him him dying from coronavirus. Uh, did you say our other listener had <laughs> uh, stuff? Our other <laughs> our other listener. We got some listeners. Listen, so um, uh, let's see. We're gonna start with we're gonna start with Chris Bond. Uh, he's over, he's at Bondo Chris Bond on Instagram. He's actually the host, one of the hosts of the We Like Theme Parks podcast. One of my favorite podcasts. I don't know if you listen to it. Nice. I love We Like Theme Parks. It's a great show to listen to with your kids. Um, just really, really great. One of the things that I love about Chris Bond, uh, one of his side things, is that he's actually the writer of the, of Evil Dead the Musical that actually huh. had had a show like I think it was uh, on Broadway or off Broadway. He he wrote in and he said uh, Han, Chewie, Ray, and R two. I said why? He said I'd like some magic, some muscle, some tech support, and just have a nerf throw a nerf herder in there for good measure. That was a really good answer. Uh, you want to hear another one? All right, we got another one from Churro Couture. Great. Churro Couture. Uh, she says Chewbacca because duh, Han, Poe, and Princess Leia. Uh, but she did not explain okay. why. So Chewbacca is a gimme. Right. You're not allowed to ask Han, that question. Han, Poe, and Princess Leia, not, not gimmies. I don't understand. I don't understand why. You don't feel why. like Chewbacca said, is the opposite of a of like an N95 filter mask? <clears throat> I mean, that guy is attracting spores like there's no tomorrow. He's a spore magnet. Yeah, at the same time, yeah, but we know that we know that uh, animals don't don't transmit the virus, so I'm assuming Wookiees uh, get a pass know, in this too? world. I think Wookiees get a pass too. I mean, I understand Wookiees are not animals. They're a species. I get it. I understand. Uh, but I think in this world, I don't think they're transmitting. Okay. And plus, it's Chewy. It's Chewbacca. Who doesn't want Chewbacca on their team? I didn't pick him, but I feel bad that I didn't now. All right. You picked Padme twice, okay? Yeah, I know. History <laughs> I mean, will remember. You don't know how long you're going to be locked Padme up for. Padme twice instead of picking Chewbacca. <laughs> it was That's a true. bad pick. Churro Couture go- also... <laughs> I ended up going with Kira Knightley. Is she not a pirate? She is a pirate, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, y- yeah, that's true. That's true. You went with Kira Knightley. So you, you on your team is Natalie Portman and Kira Knightley. Yeah, uh, and I don't remember who what else. What are you talking say. about? Admiral Akbar <laughs> and Kylo oh, Ren and, and Akbar. That's right. Okay, that's that's a that's a fair enough team. That's a fair enough team. 
Uh, Churro Couture also said, uh, we we don't want any a- episode two Anakin. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's for sure. Said. Uh, VM Jackson 0611 says, Obi-Wan, Kanan Jarrus, Ahsoka, and Han Man, Solo. This guy's niche. This guy's, this guy's deep. Yeah, he's niche. I, I appreciate this. <laughs> I mean, he throws out Kanan Jarrus, and I'm like, VM Jackson, right here. How many, you and me how many people do you pay to listen to this podcast? Oh, so okay. many. So many are on the take. This is, so many this are on the take. more I mean, like, I, I, am, I thought there would be. Yeah, I'm really existing on Fiverr right now, <laughs> uh, just trying to get as much traction as <laughs> I can uh, on this show. Uh, the Theme Park Files, also following us on uh, on Instagram. Theme Park Files, uh, just a, a great, fun account to follow on Instagram. He says, gotta go with Ahsoka Tano, R5D4, yeah, yeah. Mando, mm. So the Mandalorian wow. and and Grand Admiral Thrawn for conversation. Man, some deep, there's some deep pulls there. There's some deep yeah. cuts there. R five D four. I'm curious to know what that is because you have you are picking uh, a droid widely known for malfunctioning. Yeah. Like that. That's the thing that R five is known for. I feel like it makes you feel better when somebody else is breaking down and they're like, "Who do you think is going to get the coronavirus first? You're like, "Well, R five D four. Clearly, like we're fine. He's going to get it if anybody's going down. He has pre existing conditions. Like there's right? no tomorrow. A little early for that joke, but I appreciate yeah. that you made it. Well, I'm going to lean into it when I can. Okay. Okay. What else you got? That's what I got on the quarantine. I mean, we got some we got some listener. Action. I know that was really fun. I mean, that's, that's some serious. Listener I had a question. I had yeah, a question for you related to this. I don't know if this will be the be the last yeah. show topic or not. You let me know. But here's my question. Here, sure. Here's you had a yeah. challenge for me. Quarantine. I want you to tell me which ride in Disneyland you would want to be stuck on. But here are the rules. You can move about the ride vehicle, okay. but you can't get off the ride vehicle. You cannot get onto the track or leave. You have to stay on the ride vehicle, but you could change seats with somebody or sit on the hood or whatever. I can move uh, from seat to seat. Okay. You can move from seat to seat, but you may not leave the ride vehicle. Okay. The ride vehicle does not move. You can't push it down the track. It's in It's in where it's at. It is stuck there. You can't leave and you're stuck there for, I'm going to go with six hours. You're going to be stuck there. All the animatronics, if you're in a ride, they're all off. So you're not listening to the small world seam track over and over again. The ride's shut down. You're just on it. Can't leave, can't get out of the car. None of the background music is going, but you have to stay there for six hours. Which ride would you want to be stuck on? So you're stuck. And where? where whereabouts and when? Stuck for six yeah. hours. Okay, I'm going to go with gut reaction. Okay, yeah. Gut reaction, nice. okay? Gut reaction, first scene after the waterfall in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, so the, the storm so the scene? siege, the, the, well, the, the, the pirate okay. ship scene. The, 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 the siege on the, uh, on the okay. town. yeah. Uh, just being there in the middle of the of the uh, the water, uh, with expansive water on one, on either side, uh, you've got the pirate ship off to the left of you. You've got the town to the right of you. The uh, uh, the the cannonballs are exploding in the water. Um, I I think just and in this the you said the the audio animatronics are yeah, they're off. off. Are the cannonballs no, still going? Off too. It's just yeah. empty. Oh man, this this now becomes terrifying. Actually, <laughs> this, like, this idea of just being stranded, stranded, stranded by myself uh, with nothing, with just surrounded by water, and I can't go anywhere. Motionless pirates with dead looks yeah. in their eyes and no sound. Uh, I'm I now immediately. I, I take back what I said. That's a terrifying thought. I don't want to do that at all. Uh, let me think about another one. Maybe still in pirates, though. I'm going to say maybe still in pirates. Okay. I think maybe the auction scene. I think I could spend six hours in the auction scene. Okay. Uh, I, I either in the old auction scene or the redone auction scene. I think that there's enough there for me to look at for six hours. I can't get out of the boat, but I don't feel claustrophobic. I also don't feel like 
uh, nobody's ever going to come rescue me and I'm just going to drown here. Um, I feel like uh, if, if push came to shove, I could get off onto on onto the uh, onto the, the, the set if necessary. And there's so much action going on in that scene. There's so many audio, audio animatronics that even if they're not moving, so many details to look at there uh, on, on either side and just the set dressings. Yeah, I feel like I could spend six hours nice. there. Pirates. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I, when I when I was thinking of it, I was I was first thinking of uh, because it's one of my favorite spots in Disneyland is the Matterhorn, uh, one of the turns that overlooks Alice. You know where I can see out on the park and I can just kind of hop out of my seat and just kind of sit there. I like the I like the turn in Matterhorn that has the d- the damaged Skyway bucket and uh, uh-huh. the Frank Wells yeah. Expedition team, I believe. Um, but so yep. that was my gut reaction answer. Uh, it's nice and cool. But you want you want to spend six hours I don't there want at, to, the, but, at the Skyway bucket? Uh, I don't want to, but it's nice and cool in there. Uh, shade. Yep, yep. I get to look out on the park, and uh, but but I mean, the more I thought about it, I, I ended up going with Mark Twain, which feels like a little bit of a hack. So I'm not proud of that answer. That ah, does feel yeah, a hacky. Mark, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a little hacky. <laughs> Mark Twain, first yeah. turn, uh, looking at you know ha- just. Uh, what I'd like to do is uh, I'd like to sit on a Main Street car for six hours and just look down Main Street. Is that okay? It is okay. Yeah, that would be a valid answer. What else you got? <laughs> okay, I mean, you're right. You're right. I wasn't smart enough to think yeah. of that answer. Yes, you're right. All right, Scott, what's next, Mr. Storm? What? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Mr. Uh, Absolute Humidity Robbins. Um, I, I think we're yeah. running out of time. We're running out of time to play. I really want to play Freeze It, Raise It, Plus It. Um, I, I get a lot of peanut gallery comments that we should change it from raise it to trash it. Nobody or, likes the uh, raise ru- it. Yeah, you, nobody yeah. likes to raise it. I, I love it. The only I thing love, people uh, like about raise it is, is talking about changing it to trash it. Yes. So maybe we'll just keep that bit going for the next 10 <laughs> episodes about what this thing should be called. Anyways, uh, we were going to play freeze it, raise it plus at this, uh, this episode, but we're running long. So I think we should put that to next. Yeah, week. probably a think? good idea. This has been Bob's Les and Banthas. Uh, I have been Scott Storm. You've been listening to, again, my brother on the mic, my brother in broadcast, uh, Aaron Absolute Humidity. Uh, we are releasing weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, wherever you uh, can can pick a podcast. Uh, that's where we're at. Uh, we would love for you to join us, to subscribe to us. Please visit us at bobsledsandbanthas.com. I think you can send us email there, can't you, Aaron? I mean, if you want to. I think you could send an email to what info at bobsledsandbanthas.com, but there's no form on the site yet, and I won't be creating one anytime soon. If you wanted to, you could send it there. You could also just hit go us up Instagram. on Instagram. We're Don't at, be crazy. We yeah, have a lot of fun Instagram. with the That's Instagram. Right. Uh, we are really enjoying Instagram. I am. I feel like I'm learning new things on Instagram every day. I think it's pretty evident, pretty obvious when you go on Instagram that I am learning new things on Instagram every day. Uh, we're over there at bobsleds and banthas. You can follow me if you want. I'm at Hey Scott Storm, but you're not going to get anything interesting over there except for maybe Nerf guns and and board games that I'm playing. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Yeah, yep. I, I would. That's where I would go if I wanted to check in on your life too, which is interesting. <laughs> I liked right. your Nerf gun post. That's right. Oh man, we we can get we can do a whole uh, we can do a whole Patreon or something on on Nerf blasters yeah, at some very point. Well. Uh, man, it's deep into it love it uh anyways we would love it if you supported the show please go over uh please rate us over on apple Podcasts. please give us a like on instagram start following us tell your friends about us we are just so happy to be here doing this with each other uh that and we hope we are entertaining you and we hope we're entertaining others so uh so do us a favor support us if you leave a review on uh on apple Podcasts, we'll be sure to read it and and i'll tell you what this is what wow. this, this is what this is the offer oh i'm making gosh. for our listeners you right check now. this with me my offer Okay. I have not. I have not. I'm wow. going off the cuff. I'm going off the script right now, and this is what I'm going to do. Today wow. only. Today only what we're going to do is if you go over to Apple Podcasts and you rate us, 
you email us or you you send us a message over on Instagram. Give us some a topic that you want us to talk about. We'll give you five wow. minutes on it. Sounds fantastic. Time. Thanks for living. Thanks for living and thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you for living for another week. We hope you live next week as well. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for more fun. In electro-synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.